You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. The Polity is Libertarian Space Opera? Done right. By the Geek's Guide to the Galaxy. The Polity series by English science fiction author Neil Asher is a limitless thrill ride of grotesque aliens, badass hardware, rogue AIs, and deadly secret agents. It's got everything a science fiction fan could want from an action-adventure story, and that's definitely by design. I wanted a universe, a future history, if you like, big enough to tell just about any science fiction story I'd want to tell, Asher says in episode 319 of the Geek's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. And that's how the polity came about. And that's how the polity came about. The series is set hundreds of years in the future, when humanity has expanded throughout most of the galaxy, and a benevolent civilization called the Polity has brought peace and stability to thousands of worlds. The stories are mostly set on the periphery of this civilization, where Polity agents struggle to exert control. Stories are conflict, and inside the Polity there isn't so much of that, Asher says. Within the polity, it's pretty much utopian. In contrast to progressive visions of the future, seen in Star Trek or the Culture series, the polity is a libertarian utopia where all paternalistic laws have been abolished and the free market reigns supreme. But Asher says he's not interested in sending any sort of message in his fiction. I just wrote it as I saw it, he says. I've never thought that much about it. My aim is to tell a story and to entertain. He's more outspoken on Twitter, where he regularly posts about politics. He says that social media has made him acutely aware of just how unwelcome his views are in the overwhelmingly liberal world of science fiction, to the extent that he simply avoids science fiction conventions altogether. I look around at the writers that I know of, that I see on Twitter, and the political opinions and all this kind of thing— and I'm just not one of the herd in that respect. So I keep out of it, he says. I can't see myself sitting on a panel on anything like that and keeping my mouth shut, so it's probably best if I don't go. Listen to our complete interview with Neil Asher in episode 319 of Geek's Guide to the Galaxy and check out some of the highlights from the discussion here. 
Neil Asher on Polity Society. I've had a little look at that in some of the books. I mean, you have people taking up jobs as a hobby, as an activity. For example, there are taxis. I talk about them in various stories and so on. And you'll have taxis which are just controlled by a city AI, or even an onboard AI. Or sometimes there are people who will take the job of driving the taxi as something to do. I mean, that's an aspect of that kind of future that you have to think about is boredom. I cover that with the people living for an awful long time. They're practically immortal. I deal with that with the ennui barrier. When people reach a certain age, they've done too much, and they want to finish it. Between 150 and 200 years is when it hits. Neil Asher on AI. One of the things I disagree with, which people go on about quite a lot, is the AI singularity, where suddenly everything's going to be, it's the rapture of nerds. There's going to be massive changes. And that kind of view about how terrible it'll be with the AIs getting powerful or whatever is linked up to this idea of this rapture of nerds. I don't think it's going to go that quick. I don't think we're going to lose control. I don't see it happening. What I'm leaning more to in the writing that I'm doing now, rather than the writing I was doing, say, ten years ago, is I rather suspect that we will evolve with them. That the far future is going to be a point where you won't be able to tell the difference between the AI and the human. I think there'll be an amalgamation. Neil Asher on Religion The Line of Polity was the second book in the series, and my U.S. publisher missed it out and published the next one instead. And the excuse given was that it was too big. But I've seen books at that size and bigger being published in America by them. So I thought, well, what's all that about? And the only conclusion I could come to was that it was pretty hard on religion in that book, and maybe they didn't want to alienate what they thought they might have been an audience for. I don't know. It's very atheistic. In the book itself, the setting of it is a world called Masada, which is run by a theocracy, and throughout it, young writer again, I was attacking religion. It was all a bit paraphrasing Richard Dawkins, if you like, going through it, and that could have pissed people off. Neil Asher on his readers. There's a motorcycle guy who races motorcycles. There's an astrophysicist. A particular one I liked on this recent lot was a young guy who read my book, The Skinner which is about alien marine life. A lot of the biology in my books is weird, but it encouraged him to go back to college and study marine biology. It's stories like that that I love. I'll occasionally put questions out there to my readers. One was whether you could cause a fusion explosion using mirrors. You know, vast solar mirrors focused in on one point. Because somebody had argued that, no, you can't do that and I'd actually put it in one of my books. And then I got the astrophysicist coming back saying, well, it's possible. So I thought, that's good enough for me. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. 
Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.